Oliver Dixon on SAFM. It is 10 minutes to the top of the hour. The African Transformation Movement, in their answering affidavit to the Constitutional Court in response to President Ramaphosa's application to review and set aside the Section 89 Committee report, uh, they argue in their papers that the Constitutional Court is not the right forum to consider this matter because there's a dispute of facts. They further argue that the independent panel's report is not reviewable. Therefore, this application is dead in the water before it can even proceed because you cannot review this uh, panel's report. It has no uh, effect. It has no implication. No decision can be made from it that's substantive, they claim. But more than that, they continue to claim, and perhaps importantly so, that it undermines the separation of powers because this is a matter that should be resolved in a parliamentary forum and not in a court of law. That is what the African Transformation Movement argues in their paper. Um, let me let, then ask Zama this. Zama, thank you so much for joining us. Really do appreciate it. Why is it that you guys think that the report is not reviewable? Uh, we believe that the report is not reviewable because at this stage, in fact, when you look at Rule 129 of the uh, National Assembly rules, it is saying... At this stage, it is neither fa- final nor binding. Yeah. Uh, 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 at this stage, it is merely a, a, a one of the steps that you must satisfy as you are embarking on the fact-finding mission. Yeah. So now the actual test is where we are going, a parliamentary process, a parliamentary committee that would then uh, have the pleasure of being able to call witnesses then this is where the president can actually speak of uh, the justness or unfairness of the process. But fr- from where we are right now, you also know that the, uh, the, the, the court has held that investigation reports that are merely recommendatory in nature are not reviewable because they are not final decision capable. Uh, they are not final decisions capable of creating direct consequences to the people. Yeah, so well, the court this held that. Stage, it is premature for the president. Sure, the court held that in an administrative action, right? And um, that many people may argue only applies to that. But here's what the president argues in return. The president argues that any exercise of public power, any exercise of public power anywhere in the state is reviewable. That is the principle of legality, the president argues. The president continues to argue, importantly, that you have to, uh, if, if one part of the process determine how other parts of the process go, it can be reviewable because if the first instance is incorrect, it can incorrectly influence what comes thereafter. You guys don't seem to sufficiently respond to that in your court papers. All right, let's just take it back. Let's take it back to 2014 when the president writes a letter and in that letter he says he acknowledges that as a businessman and a deputy president of the country he there is likeness that he would infringe or violate the executive members ethics at section 96 subsection 2 back in 2014 and then he says i will establish a blind trust and in that i will be able to then avoid the violations of the executive members ethics act fast forward to uh, about a month ago we asked him did you establish that blind trust? He says, no. Now, you have a president who secondly has gone in numerous platforms. And in those platforms, he has admitted that he has actually done one. He has a business. 
uh, he, he admitted that when he was closing the Limpopo conference, he says, I'm a farmer, I sell animals, the money from my farm were proceeds, were from proceeds of a gale sale, which is a direct violation of the, now, you have an individual who makes all kinds of admissions, and when the commission says, yes, you have a case to answer, he has a problem. So this is outside this issue of uh, the, uh, the reviewable nature of uh, the Section 89 recommendations, but you have preceding that a president who goes making all kinds of admissions, and when the committee finally says you have a case to answer, now ex surprise as if he never acceded to those things that are actually contained in the recommendations. Yeah, and maybe just another consideration. Yeah, yeah the president makes the uh, argument that there's a distinction uh, between evidence and information. What the panel uh, reviewed or, or what the panel adjudicated was information that they weren't necessarily that they didn't bother to corroborate. More than that is that the minimum uh, threshold for uh, evidence is that it must be verifiable and you must be able, that's to say you must be able to determine the, the source of it, but you must also be able to, ter- to determine whether or not this evidence was acquired legally. If you look at the Namibian police report, which is a con- confidential document, the only way it could have been acquired was to break that confidentiality, which means it was acquired illegally. The panel therefore cannot consider illegally acquired uh, 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 evidence. What what do you then say to that? Because that is seems to be, as far as a legal test is concerned, a reasonable argument. Let's just say none of that existed, and we only had his testimony and his admissions. Would he have a reason to answer? I just gave you uh, the closing of the Limpopo conference in yeah. full view of South Africa. Yeah. He utters those words. Would he have a case to answer? And the answer is yes. So you say so this based is why on the president's the, own evidence, yes. he still has a case to answer based on his own evidence? Yes. Absolutely. Okay. On his That's own it. evidence and his own admissions, he has a case to answer. But for instance, I there are two instances. One, the one I quoted of the Section 80, uh, Section 96 of the Executive Members Ethics Act, read with Section 83 of the Constitution on other paid work. He has a mm. case to answer. Mm. Let's go to Section 34 of the PRECA Act, subsection 1, where in his own Twitter handle, he releases information that, and he collaborates that in his statement, where he says, I did not report to a DPCI office. I, de- I reported to my head of presidential protection, then instructed him to take care of the mat. Mm. Just on those three accounts, eh, the president has something to answer. And it is not dependent even on the abundance of other supplementary information which came. Okay. So this is why we feel that you can't go around making all kinds of admissions, and when the reflections reflect what you have said, you yeah. certainly have a problem. That's a very strong point to make. I do, I do accept that point. That based on his own evidence, the president has a case to answer. Point that I've made uh, myself in the past. Perhaps let's move to this, uh, Zama. What is the ATM's plan in Parliament today? Should the ANC vote to reject the eight, uh, Section eighty nine committee report? Last night, after we got. First, just before we get to that, last night after we got the the, uh, the letter from the Speaker of Parliament, um, who who said that she is not going to give us the secret ballot, we wrote another one. 
we gave her a deadline in two hours time that expires we are calling on her to look at two pivotal points the 5th of december the mec meeting and the directives after that and the last point the utterances of the chairperson of the anc uh, to members of parliament threats mm. We have said, reconsider what you are saying, because members of parliament are not sworn in as a group. They are sworn in as individuals with, an, with integrity, the power to think and the power to do. And this instruction that you are giving, which is an ultimatum, takes away and it is not going to protect the lives or the livelihoods of members of parliament and therefore we ask you to reconsider so that's where it starts for us in two hours time we're expecting that the speaker must deliver a favorable uh, 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 judgment on the matter mm. because what she said initially has changed then after that we expect that those members of parliament who are protected by the secret ballot to actually do what is right for the country so should yes, there be the no secret has a case to answer should there be no secret ballot will the atm yes. withdraw the motion no, no, no. For us right now, before the 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 uh, the speaker makes a determination, uh, reviewing, uh, st strictly looking into the two points that I've made, we can't make a pronouncement right now. We are looking forward to this matter being debated, secret ballot being part of it, and also members okay, so of parliament instance, being okay, given my... protection to actually look into okay. it. So even if the if 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 the uh, Speaker of Parliament accedes to the secret ballot and the ANC still votes in the majority to reject the motion, uh, what then? This cannot be the end of all, so we are protecting uh, the report you on various other platforms. And eventually it would have to come back to Parliament again. There is also a process which is initiated by the ATM, uh, also using Section 96 of the Executive Members Ethics Act uh, looking at the issue of the public protector. Sure. So the public protector on the other side is also another avenue which we have explored and we are following up on. Uh, we have the parliamentary process now that is going on and we also have now the court in the the case in the Constitutional Court. Just but at the end of the day, the, the ATM has resolved that the president must account one way or the other. Just final question. Uh, the public protector said that the investigation is at an advanced stage. Do you have any more information about how advanced advanced would be? Unfortunately, at this stage, uh, though we are the applicants, um, we haven't had a recent meeting with uh, no communication uh, from the public protector, but we had had meetings with Yena. We went and sat with the investigating teams and they briefed us on what was happening. But now we look forward uh, at uh, this advanced stage and what it will bring us. But we are sure even in that instance, there is no way that you can come and say there is no violation because yeah. we even have admission of guilt. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. We're going to have to leave it there, Zama. Thank you so much for your call. Really, really do appreciate you coming onto the platform and uh, engaging with us on this particular minute. It's a minute after 10. Let's take your news with Kamukhelo Teledi.